Welcome to episode 20 of Therese Talk. I'm your host, Therese Maine. By day, I co-host a morning radio show on a network in New York and Pennsylvania. By night, I'm a podcaster. If you're a woman like me who loves Jesus and just wants to serve her family and community a little bit better, you're in the right place. In episode nine, I chatted with Lisa Turkhurst about her latest book, Forgiving What You Can't Forget. Since then, I read the whole book and hosted an online small group discussion. What an incredibly amazing experience, not just for me personally, but as a leader to watch women in the group realize that they've been holding on to so much unforgiveness like a life raft. And when they let it go, they experience true freedom. It was amazing. Forgiveness is like that. It's a gift you get, but also a gift you give. Lisa calls forgiveness a weapon, and the battle is for freedom. When we don't forgive, shame and grief and bitterness, they end up wounding us. But with our forgiveness pointed outward, we actually free our hearts from pain. And it doesn't always make sense. That's how things kind of are in God's kingdom. You know, Isaiah 55 verses 8 and 9 say, For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, saith the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my my ways higher than your ways and my thoughts than your thoughts. So we wage the war armed with forgiveness as we battle for freedom. And the prize? Well, the prize is a beautiful redemption. Your heart is redeemed and you might even see relationships get restored. Forgiveness is hard. C.S. Lewis said, everyone says forgiveness is a lovely idea until they have to forgive. And it's so true. It's something that none of us are strong enough to do on our own. In fact, the only way we can truly forgive is through the grace and power of Jesus, because he gives us this perfect example. He forgave each one of us and wiped our sins away before we could even ask. There was no pre-forgiveness apology, no groveling, no humiliation. And see, that's key because when we truly understand the sacrifice made for us, we are way more willing to forgive. In this book, Lisa says, at first we say it's too soon and then years go by and we say it's too late. And that's so true, right? The best time to forgive is right now. So you can say it every morning. Today is a great day to forgive and you can do it because Jesus forgave you. There were so many parts of forgiving what you can't forget that reminded me of the healing journey. That is a 29-week group program that is offered across New York and Pennsylvania through Family Life. So when I see the same concepts echoed in different studies, it assures me that those are Bible-based and they're true. In both, I've heard that your healing is a choice. And really, being a Christian is all about choices. You choose to accept Jesus. You choose holiness over sin moment by moment. You choose to forgive. And Lisa talks about this process that her therapist had her do, where she wrote down every offense against her on a three by five card. Now, Lisa shares in this book about the deception and the hurt caused by her husband, Art. And as she's writing down these things on these three by five cards, she lines them up on the floor. Then she followed with a stack of red felt pieces. And as she laid the felt over each card, she would say, I forgive this thing that Art did. And whatever my feelings don't yet allow for, 
the blood of Jesus surely will cover. See, that's why the red felt right. And when someone sins against you, whether it be in your marriage or a family situation or a friendship or who knows, it hurts. But here's the thing that we sometimes forget in our pain. Christ died for the person who hurt you just as much as he died for you. And when you offer grace and forgiveness to your offender, you're giving them a glimpse into true salvation. It's amazing. So toward the middle of forgiving what you can't forget, there are these three chapters that all line up, collecting the dots, connecting the dots, and correcting the dots. And the idea is to examine your life and look for themes that have popped up over and over. There might be some areas where unforgiveness is a common theme, and it's never too late to go back and forgive because forgiveness never expires, right? This exercise was really amazing to witness in a group study. There were so many things that women in my group realized that they had been holding on to for years. They had tucked those offenses into little boxes in the back of their minds, and it was keeping them from fully forgiving other people. And when we haven't forgiven, we can't really love someone fully, right? By recognizing, identifying, and addressing this unforgiven hurts, well, you can move past it and into full freedom. And once we're more aware of our own condition, well, we're better able to see other people the way God sees those people. Lisa does talk more about offenders in her book. And even after forgiveness, restoration isn't always possible. And that is okay. Forgive anyway. And then trust that God is doing something. Chances are he's going to move in your offender's life too, if he's moving in your life. And usually people who cause pain are in pain, and that pain can only be healed by God. Your forgiveness might not change their pain, but it still can heal your heart. When you forgive, you might not feel better right away, and that happens. Forgive anyway. It's more living for Jesus than feeling better. That is the goal. And I love what Lisa says in this part of her book. Feeling angry is different than living angry. Feeling offended is different than living offended. Feeling skeptical is different than living skeptical. Feeling wronged is different than living wronged. And feeling resentment is different than living resentful. So how do you get your feelings in line with the freedom that God has promised pray and ask God to change the way you feel. It won't be immediate, but it is possible thanks to forgiveness. Something else that can help is studying the Bible, and Lisa has a great tool to help. I'll post the link in the blog post for this podcast. You start by writing down a verse, and then you write the theme of the verse, and you study it to find out what God wants for you through that verse. And then you analyze what the enemy wants, and you can see that spiritual battle brewing. You identify where you are in the process of using that verse to help forgive. The book even lists a whole bunch of verses you can start out with. And I love when books like this point us back to the Word of God and don't just focus on someone's experience. If you'd like to hear more about forgiving what you can't forget, revisit Episode 9 of Therese Talk and hear my interview with author Lisa Turkhurst. 
If you've enjoyed this episode of Therese Talk, be sure to subscribe and look for the next episode on Tuesday. If you really loved it, consider making a gift to Family Life, the ministry this podcast is a part of. Just go to familylife.org and find out more about what we do. Did you know Family Life offers a whole menu of podcasts? Get up to date with Family Life News or enjoy some family time with Family Life Kids. There's, if that makes sense, a Family Life original podcast where they talk about what life is really like as a Christian in your 20s. And 10 Minutes With, an interview program with faith-based artists and speakers. They're all free and on demand at familylife.org. Just click podcast under the radio tab.